0: That's right. So does the OU one. Of course. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're a drum major, you got to
2: do and high yeah. step. Yes. Yeah. You got high do all step of that, and man. lean back. Yeah. yeah you got there to roll it. You know what I mean? You can't do all that. Then you know you're
1: not a drum manager. Yep. Stampeding into another week of mixed shots here. Better late than never. There it was. Stampede. And seems like a long time ago it now. Sure that Thanksgiving Day. <laughs> I Victory. was going to say. Wait a minute. We need right. to
3: turn the page. <laughs> New
1: York Giants. No such thing as a 24-hour rule. <laughs> That's when right. it comes to Thanksgiving, it's uh, even beyond 72 hours. We weren't here Friday. No, were we? we weren't. That's well,
3: right. I was, we didn't have a podcast.
1: Mm-hmm. No. We had I, a, I, had I was a, here Friday, too. That's right. We had a. Yeah, we taped the Mike McCarthy show on Friday. That's right.
2: That's right. Man, yeah. I had such a good Thanksgiving. It was too much fun. You were Starting at the, game. With the You game. did the turkey. Starting Started with, with the, the, the turkey trot. Turkey trot. Yes. Oh my God. I'm not even thinking. No, that was torture. Uh, no. <laughs> Past the turkey trot, it was the game. I took my nephew and his girlfriend to the game. She was so giddy and happy. She's a cowboy fan, and it's her first time at AT and T Stadium. She was just so excited. And I just, I had a good time watching her, had a good time. There you go. Yeah, well, good. So, yeah, we, go. we, we, we had a ball. And then going home, I saw my nephew, he had just come in from, you know, he's like UPS pilot and all of that. So seeing him back at the house with his mom and his brothers and his sister, man, we had such a good time. Had Boy, we acted so crazy.
1: And you know what set the tone for the whole thing? The game. The Cowboys won the game. They won. That's right. That's exactly right. It makes makes the whole holiday so much better if the Cowboys (laughs) win the game. It's been a while, too, Uh, huh? It has been. 2018.
3: I had a very sports-centric Thanksgiving.
1: Mm -hmm.
3: Cowboys on Thursday. Mm -hmm. Got to watch Missouri beat Arkansas on Friday. I saw that. Went to the Stars game Friday night. And
1: they won that one, too. Or oh, uh, they lost no, it they overtime, lost But they they got, overtime. they got a point. They got a point. They scored with 18 <laughs> seconds left. Yeah. Well, no.
3: They scored two goals with two yeah. minutes to go. Right. Uh, and then Saturday, with my good buddy Gil LeBreton and his wife, drove to College Station for the LSU
2: mm-hmm. A&M game.
3: Yeah, I you know, mm-hmm. bet they were miserable,
1: that being LSU fans. <laughs>
2: Every time I looked up, the the, the, the thirteen was cheering. Uh, the twelve, or the thirteen, whether they no 12th man, the 12th man, they were cheering <laughs> every time. Every time, every time
3: I opened my eyes, a chain was gaining ten that, yards. That's all
2: I kept. here was yelling for, from from the twelve. He ended up with two hundred and some yards in the game. They ran for 300. And
1: the Aggie fans are sitting there going, how come we couldn't well, do this all yes, season? Where have we been? Where sure, have and the we quarterback
2: been? actually looked
3: really good,
2: too. <laughs> and I'm sure that's what they were thinking. That's crazy. That's crazy. Well, grambling lost, but still got my love for my boys, my Tigers. My all right. Da- my daughter's happy
1: because Southern kicked our butts.
2: Oh, and okay. they're going to play Deion's Jackson State. Tigers. Is
1: it still going to be Deion's Jackson State? Tigers? It's always going to be Deion's Jackson
2: uh, State. Even Tigers.
1: if he takes another job someplace oh, else. Oh, when he
2: takes another job somewhere else, they'll just be Jackson well,
0: State. Well, <laughs> he
2: was offered the Colorado job. Is apparently. that going to happen? And I saw the one in ten Colorado Buffaloes. Uh-huh. Right? I saw that that record. That's horrible.
1: One in ten. That's not a job that I would want. Mm-mm especially when you can look at the makeup of the Pac-12 now with uh, USC and UCLA leaving and mm-hmm. who knows what's going to well, happen. Well, you now.
2: might have a better chance. You might. Well, yeah, you might. <laughs> That's what I say. Yeah. That's what I say. You got a better chance.
1: Yeah. All right, so um, we start with Thanksgiving Day and go yes, forward? or yes. I mean, we had a nice little NFL Sunday mm-hmm. yesterday, too, with yes, some things but we that it, had,
2: it was no Cowboys. There were no Cowboys. Very, yeah, but it had Cowboy an ramifications. Yep. And we right.
1: got a Monday night game tonight and a scouting trip for us as we uh, take a look at the next opponent, the Indianapolis Colts, playing tonight. You know, I didn't realize it was a night game coming up. Oh yeah, I was just okay. I didn't realize cults. it was until they said it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, they said it on the Sunday night game. I'm like, oh yeah, it's a
3: Sunday night game against the culture. And then they had to have that goofy lead-in thing with the Cowboys and Colts and the cowboy chasing the colt. And I, I did not. see It was that. on the. I wasn't I looking it,
1: at the TV. I yeah, just heard it. It
3: was on the post game. I think that's
1: how they started mm-hmm. promoing the Sunday night next. Sunday, you know they've night got night a production game. crew that works on that all summer.
3: They can't. They think we're 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 out in
2: Wyoming or something. <laughs> like we got horses running down the damn street here. <laughs> Well, we're I've called always, the Cowboys. Still. I've always hated that, that you know, idea Image. of what people that, think. Yeah, that connotation. I'm in the, that, I, I, where, I, I, the I, Wild West out here. It forced me to buy cowboy boots when I became a player. <laughs> I hate <laughs> cowboy boots. But everybody else is wearing, let me buy some cowboy boots. That was the worst decision ever made. I don't like cowboy boots. I'm not a cowboy. I rode a horse once in my life. I was scared to death. So I, I don't depict that
3: at all. I Never have had cowboy boots, and when I've ridden horses, they didn't listen to me. <laughs> same here. <laughs> they just had same a mind of their own. Right,
2: same here. It's like, wait, how come this guy's got his horse doing <laughs> he what he wants? Pat him on the top of the head. Mine's going just...
3: through all the trees yeah. and the branches hitting me in the head.
1: <laughs> all right, so take us back to Thursday. Yes. Uh, we all were winners as far as our picks. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was closest I to I had the a score. Mo- more lopsided win than you well, I, say,
2: I said 30 to 20, I think I said. Yep, 30
1: to 20. Well, it was 28-20, so mm-hmm. you're right on.
3: I had it almost perfect if Brett Maher didn't let me down. I had 31. So, Spags
2: had Williams with two sacks. You, you had, had a forced none. fumble at 31-17. I had 31. Man. How does he miss? No. 46. I he know. was too close. Too close. Bill, you had Wilson. And I stayed with Wilson because and he played. You, he played, he balled out. Oh, he had an Ooh, interception. He that, balled out, man. Your
1: guy took away. <laughs> what? Trey got, got called for a penalty. <laughs> that was a and, bad,
2: so call. had an interception. That was a bad. And you That's had 34 right. 10. Yeah, I had a ball. And I had Gallimore who didn't play. <laughs> yeah. And then you said, uh, you know, that they were sick. I think I went with Armstrong. I think that was my backup. I think I said, doing some Armstrong, We have to check the text. One sack, forced fumble, thirty to
1: twenty. I'm checking the text now. Uh, no,
3: Gallimore played. Did he play? Yeah, he didn't start, but he played. Okay, because you. But said- you
1: did change yours to Dorn. What happened? Was after the show on Wednesday, the injury report came out, mm-hmm. and both of our picks, Donovan <laughs> Wilson and Neville Gallimore, all of out, a sudden they weren't ruled out, but they appeared on the injury report with the illness that's gotcha. been going around. Yeah, and I think and think so they got
3: moved to questionable. Yeah, mm-hmm. so
1: they were questionable, and that was the first time they had been on the injury report. Yes. Just so happened, yes. the two guys that we pick are <laughs> as as we're they're they're being diagnosed with a sickness it's as. We're picking them as the picks to click. In other words, we picked them the, the picks to get sick. Yeah,
2: that's,
0: that's right. And, uh,
1: so see. then we, we texted, and we cha- I changed mine to curse, and you changed yours to Armstrong. And by the way— But since my guy almost had an interception, he did have an interception, they got you're f- going back waved off. You I'm going, going back, back to, to Wilson. I, I, yeah.
3: I shouldn't have sanctioned those
1: changes. Yeah. So— It was an impressive victory. Which,
3: by the way, which made the victory even more impressive, that a bunch of those guys played through their illness after not practicing all week. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, which was amazing, and
1: they had. And if you know, they have the same illness that I've always been battling the last two weeks, then <laughs> there is no way I w- would have been able to get off my sick bed to go play. That so, lets you
3: know how tough these guys yeah, are. That's I mean, exactly. they, yeah, right. all of this too. They, they had to play without Basham,
2: Hankins.
1: Now they're getting bit and more fluids Joseph. poured into them than yeah, yeah, I am. No but doubt.
2: well, but plus the resistor, resistance, uh, fluids, the yeah, resistance, the resistance right. level is up a little bit higher than yours uh, too. Yeah. Okay, and they're younger.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what I mean. That's what I
3: mean. <laughs> but yeah, they, they played without those guys. And then Gallimore and, and Wilson. Uh, and who was the other guy that was under the weather? And he played, they played through it.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: Um, so yeah, that was pretty impressive. And none of us
2: picked Ezekiel Elliott, did we, as the pick to click?
1: That would have been a good pick. And he you was know, clicking.
2: It, it shows just what, you know, the old heads are talking about. Because for some reason this this narrative has started. I think it just starts with more of the younger people. You know, those that really haven't seen that much football to realize how you gotta have a combination of running backs. Right. And, you know, for some reason they have this this urge to. So
1: you've had this conversation maybe with your son and with the others of that age, because uh, I've had the same conversation with my son-in-laws that of they, you know, they jump on. And I love Tony Pollard. I love and, everything well, we have Tony to Pollard leave brings. With that, and, I
2: love Tony uh, Pollard, uh, uh, but that's right, you know. But we shouldn't have to say that. But you got to
1: understand the value that Zeke brings. And I, I, and I, I always
2: point the, to the, I think it was a game before last where. Uh, you know, they were trying to get Pollard in. This one Pollard was had the great game, game, game of the week, play of the week. And two times he got snatched down on the goal line. I mean, mm-hmm. snatched down like a little kid. And so then all of a sudden Z comes in and it's like a battering ram. Boom, boom. Mm-hmm. And so to me, I don't care who starts. Mm-hmm. I really don't care. Uh, but it seems to care more to the younger people than it does to someone like myself. Yeah,
3: and as long as you can run for 169 yards, and they had over 170 until they start kneeling down. Yeah, they need to put an asterisk behind us. <laughs> you know, kneel down, yeah. you get negative yards, mm-hmm. right? And Zeke averages 5.8 a carry. All right, he's not old, he's not slow. Uh, the guy still has it, and I think I've seen what Tony Pollard's kryptonite is. He's hunting big plays yeah. too many times instead of hitting the hole. Because he, he
2: loves that, that jump, that hop right. step, that jump right. step. Right, to yeah. cut
3: back or whatever. Yeah. He's looking for a big play. Sometimes you just got
2: to get four yards. Sometimes he's doing it and the hole is already open. Yes. And he, uh, he jumps in it and, okay, go. Well, you could have just gone without the hesitation. So, yeah. But it doesn't matter. If you run for 170 yards – you,
3: you you can do business. In I'm this happy league. with both of them. Right, mm-hmm. and that's what they need because the changeup fools the defense. They get used to Zeke, Zeke, and then all of a sudden
2: here comes the lightning. The, here's here's the thing about Zeke, though. What I see has seems like it's diminished in, in my eyes. His ability to catch the ball. I just remember when he was younger, the his 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 transition from catching to running was a little more uh, subtle. Now it's 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 more deliberate. And that's the only thing right now that, to where you can, can pigeonhole him a little bit. Say, okay, well, Zeke's not going to be running me screens. Zeke's not going to be uh, going out on the pass too often. Well, I think the pass has to be more perfect
3: for him to catch it. No doubt. That he's not you know, versatile enough mm-hmm. to adjust.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Sort of like Saquon Barkley trying to catch a screen pass and yes. falling down, yes. right? And, and Zeke has looked like that in the past. Trying to catch a screen pass falling down. Which, by the way, the Cowboys' run defense, for a change, held somebody to less than 100 yards, <laughs> Giants to 90, and Saquon Barkley to 39 yards. Mm-hmm. They just couldn't figure out some guy named Brightwell. <laughs> How did that happen? He gets five carries for he was the Tony. He yards. was their Tony
2: Pollard. Yeah, I guess so. Man, he was scooting through them holes. I enjoyed that. Huh? And here's the thing. We're going to give up something. So we, we we really concentrate on the run. So all of a sudden, Jones looks a little bit better uh, in the passing game. I got to give Dayball credit for figuring out, how
3: do we compensate for three of our offensive linemen missing? Mm-hmm. And he just started rolling them out, rolling them out. And, you know, and it gets away from that pass rush until, you know, you can't roll out and you got to throw the ball down the field. Mm-hmm. Then the pass rush occurs. Micah Parsons occurs. Mm-hmm. Um, just amazing. You know, his knack for making a play when he has to make it is unbelievable. Like they, they got the lead. Now it's like, okay, can you stop the
2: Giants? And it's second and whatever, and he gets a sack. Uh, you can feel it. You right? can feel it. Mm-hmm. You can feel it. It's like, I mean, even his body language seems a little different. It's like he's standing taller. You know what I mean? Right. He doesn't get down. It's like he can, he's, it's, it's like a, a takeoff, you know, in a 100 yard dash, a 100 meter dash nowadays. So, no, I've, I've been very impressed with the timing of his sacks. But at the same time, we have the depth on this defensive line that allows us to have constant pressure. I've looked at some of the games this past weekend, and a lot of them, went, a few of them went into overtime. Mm-hmm. And those overtime games, you could just see the defensive linemen were like, man, I'm, I'm, I'm done. So, so They just stopped stop. rushing. They would mm-hmm. just stop rushing. They'd stand there and hope they could knock the ball down. You don't see that without a D-line. Mm-hmm. There's always pressure because we're always fresh. There were times we got pressure without Parsons even being in the game. That's lets you know where we are right now as a defensive line when it comes to pressure. But at the same time, we put all of our efforts into stopping the running game. And that's the only reason that Jones was able to get the passes that he was able to get. You know, I, I circled that
3: that series. The Cowboys had just gone up 28-13, left in the game, and the Giants were driving. And they ended up with a first and 10 at the Cowboys' 38. And all of a sudden these guys stepped up. Anthony Brown breaks up a pass on first down. And here's second and 10. They're going to have to throw it. And Parsons just <laughs> smokes Thomas, right? He never just touched him. I don't him. think he
2: tested. And it's <laughs> it's
3: a sack for minus eleven? Ten or eleven, something like that. Uh and then on third down, they get a false start. Third down, they gain ten. On fourth and nine, Dorrance Armstrong hits Jones as he's throwing the ball, forces mm-hmm. an incompletion. Yeah. And that, that, that was just that was just so significant because here come the Cowboys driving right back after they missed on fourth down, and Maher misses the forty-six yard <laughs> field goal. I mean that would have just put the game away. Yeah. But na- then you found yourself, okay, garbage touchdown, and now I got to recover an onside kick to survive. But they and did.
1: And what was the line on the game? I have no idea. I think that that the miss field <laughs> <the mis-field> goal. <laughs> yeah. Because uh,
3: oh, yeah, or, or the late touchdown, it, I think it was
1: nine and a
0: half. Maybe. And it, well, they
1: won by eight. And they won by eight. Yeah, yeah. So that's why I don't bet. Uh, <laughs> that's
2: why I don't gamble.
1: That's right. Eight <laughs> seconds left in the game. Right. Eight seconds left in the game, and a fifteen-point win turns into an eight-point win, and somebody lost. And, uh, and the somebody over. Won. Uh, yeah, I don't know what, what the they, and it may have been the over/under too. Oh, that's true. That's went went to forty eight points there. So there's no safe bet. Mm hmm. Well, I can go back and look right now.
2: Mm-hmm. It, was it was ten.
1: The line was ten, and the over under was forty five and a half. <laughs> yep. And so both it, of them hit. So both of them uh, with eight <laughs> seconds left in <of> the game <laughs> flipped. <laughs>
2: It sounds like Chris may have uh, lost some money. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Producer Supreme had the information. No, Chris. It, I mean, it was on bad
1: beats. That's yeah. <laughs> All right. We continue with more Thanksgiving talk and looking ahead to the Indianapolis Colts in an NFL Sunday. Uh, and some things to talk about from yesterday's games when we come back here on Mix Shots.
4: The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org.
0: We paid how much for those lessons?
4: Shh! She's doing great!
0: Oh yeah, totally. Torrential? What's that even mean? It means you can't see out of your windshield. And if you have the wrong car insurance, you might have to make it rain to fix your bumper. So switch to Allstate, save money, and be better protected from mayhem, like me.
4: Based on coverage and limits selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Barn and Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois.
0: Back back, back. to Mick shots.
3: K-Post Roofing and Waterproofing, proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys, from corporate homes to your home. Have your roof checked by choice, not by chance. Call now, 214-225-4860, kpostcompany.com.
1: Okay, so um, that Thanksgiving game, when you look back at that game several years from now, What's the one thing you will remember from that game?
2: This past game. Uh,
1: this the, the Went over the Giants. Everything that happened in that game. What is the one thing you will remember from that game?
3: That they screwed C.D.
2: Lamb out of a touchdown. Oh, man. Okay. Oh, don't get me started with that. <laughs> wow. And then you have a guy last yesterday, he gets in with one foot and a shin. Yeah. Yeah. They, didn't want to, they gave him that. They, they, the shin counts as the a shin, foot. Yeah, but the toe, Jackson, so one shin Jackson is two buildings. feet. So, yeah, but show, so is a toe. Okay, yeah. a toe counts as a foot as or well. What, or the heel. Which was it? Which uh, did they say had to be down? The, the, whole the foot? calf. They said the whole foot. No, the no, whole no. foot does they not have the, to be down. You got the toe first, and if it goes toe heel. Oh, you're talking the about yeah. CDs. Yeah. the CDs. Yeah. The toe counts first. That's it. There is no the whole, the entire Since foot. Since when? Crazy. They make stuff up as it crazy. goes. They and then they you.
3: find some 7.3 rule that no
2: one's ever seen before. <laughs> just pull it out, out of their butts. How does that happen? Just pull it out of their butts. I've
3: seen two toe drags in the end zone it's for time, touchdowns. Chris.
2: It's time, Chris. Uh, Have, <laughs> and, and, you know. haven't we? It's time. It's time. I'm with you, Spags. Yep. I promise you, I'm with you, bro. Nah.
0: You're, you're, you're running the football, right? Back. back
2: in the end zone when you're running, just the ball's got to cross. No, it doesn't. The ball just has to tip the ball tip line. So why can't we tiptoe for a touchdown if we can have a, the tip of a ball? I don't get it. That's I, crazy. I don't get it. And
3: I saw it in the, the LSU AM and m game where the kid caught the ball in the end zone. They would have been within a touchdown. They could have onside kicked. Mm-hmm. And they said he juggled the ball. Now, unless their big board is not good – he never juggled the ball. And it's like, how do you come up with this stuff? I've, I've got a friend that he, he goes, well, you know where these decisions come from. I go, where? Birmingham, Alabama. And you know how close that is to Alabama, right? And they're trying to figure out a way to get them in that playoff. Because those people all just live down there. the friend
0: you were with at the game? yeah. Yes.
2: <laughs> it was Gil. I, 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 I really um, – I don't like it that we I'm, – I'm glad that we didn't have to depend on that play. Right. I mean, but it did a lot – to me, it, it did a lot for C.D. Lamb in regards to his reputation. I mean it, – it, Because at this point, he's really showing you what he can do. It ruined a
3: spectacular catch.
2: It really did. It ruined a, a, a spectacular game that he was having. Yeah. And these last two games by C.D. Lamb has shut everyone up, including myself. About how he needs to perform game in and game out. This is why we drafted him from Oklahoma, because this was the, the person that we saw. He was not shy about anything, he was in the game from the beginning to the end. There was no mental lapse for CeeDee Lamb at OU. And we can't have it here with the Cowboys, especially when I see Amari Cooper still balling for the Browns. He, up, he broke that guy's
1: ankle. Did last you see time, that?
2: Huh? Did you see that? Now, see? I don't mind seeing Cooper break ankles, as long as CD Lamb yeah. is catching one-handers. Right. So you go tit for tat, as far as I'm concerned. But show me why we kept you. He's been showing that the last two games.
3: Well, if CD wouldn't, have, if they would have made that a touchdown for CD, we would never have whack-a-mole.
1: That's right. Which was, which was what the most <laughs> memorable the thing. <laughs> That w- we will saying, remember from the greatest celebration
2: ever. I enjoyed that. the Salvation so uh-huh. so Army kettle. <laughs> S-
1: Producer Supreme, you know that was where I was going. I know. exactly. Oh, sorry. Sorry.
2: Yeah. Sorry. I'm sorry. We yeah. were we were thinking this football. I was thinking. Yeah, serious we thinking football stuff. Here. Wow. Yeah, we're not thinking about who comes with the best celebration. Which, by the fuck, far- by the way, by just the <laughs> best. Oh, that was too funny. <laughs>
3: too funny. It was a. Uh, Hopping oh, up and down like
2: that, right? <laughs> that was and, great. and
1: you know that was bet that was better than the Vikings bowling uh, ball deal. Right. They may get Where... the Selly this week. What's that? There's a sponsorship of a, oh. a brand that you can't say on this air, <laughs> okay. by by
3: NFL called the Selly, mm-hmm. and you can win like a trophy for having the best
2: celebration of the week in the NFL. Okay, wow, didn't know that. Go look it up. And I, I'm, I'm surprised. I'm, the... I'm
3: surprised they didn't get. Penalized.
2: Well, uh, are they going to get Zeke fined did. for it? Zeke got fined. Well, they also they,
3: or they didn't they get penalized that? when Zeke threw Dak yes, in there. Zeke, they did. Well, no. Yeah. Well, Zeke got fined. But yeah, it. the first time. Yeah. But then the next year he threw Dak in there, right? <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> right. And then, and then Dak, after the game, said yeah, that, that, was pretty that, funny. that <laughs> they, they got enough people that will pay their fine for them. Go ahead and well, do it. He I'm, also, I'm, but, but make sure you're up by two touchdowns. Yeah, yeah, right. he, he also, also
3: told them ahead of time, <laughs> make sure you're up by a couple right, touchdowns. Right, right, right 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 I also you. talked to Schultz after the game, asked him about that, and he was like, he's like, well, I told the guys, well, I can afford it. You guys can't. So we'll probably just pass the teal around and we'll get the rest of it taken care of. Mm-hmm.
2: If 87 doesn't stop acting like Travis Kelsey, man, I don't know what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. This guy's really balling. He's, uh, the, the jump, the leap over the, the defensive uh-huh. back, you know, you saw that coming. You saw that coming, right? Yeah. Oh, You yeah. saw it coming, mm-hmm. right? I was, I was so excited that it did come because at first I didn't think it was going to come into fruition. And not only did he do it, he did it so well. He came down, he didn't stumble. It looked he came, like he was in a hurdle it race. Looked like right? he was in a hurdle race, a steeple chase, and he he yeah. took off after he hit the ground. It was there was no stumble, and no he was he hit the ground and he trucked. The guy that was well, he that, yeah, said well, he,
1: he, he wasn't going to get a second hurdle. <laughs> he said no. <laughs> Actually, he said he was too tired to jump right. again. <laughs> no, no. And plus, he had hurt his knee earlier.
3: Yeah, I mean,
1: right, looked look nothing uh, like that. No,
2: that's Mm-mm. right. Yeah,
3: he, yeah, he uh, and as a matter of fact, I wrote that down. I said he trucked the second guy. <laughs>
2: yeah. And so, when you look at these tight ends, you know. All of them adding up to one Kelsey. I'm loving it. and,
1: yeah. and think about the draft. I mean, th- this was a great draft for tight ends. And I don't, I don't know what number, how many tight ends went before Ferguson, but he went mm-hmm. in the fourth round, late in mm-hmm. fourth round. Yeah.
3: And oh, how many tight ends? Yeah,
1: and and Henderson wasn't drafted at all. And so credit to this scouting department to have pinpointed these guys. As guys that you could take where they took them, whether it be in the fourth round or undrafted, and, and they, being they, able
2: they, they, to be, play them in some substantive situation in their rookie year, rookie year, and and we, we have they have an entire package now that they made up for these guys, right? Those three that three tight end package, it is extremely confusing for the defense. And if you just take out one of those tight ends and put in a wide receiver, you're still looking at a formation that Keller Moore has really been just playing around with that have had successful outcomes. Four tight ends. That's right.
3: Because they've been I using saw 84. Sean Hewen, uh, yeah, as a fullback, and when they – when Hendershot scored his touchdown, they were in four tight ends. There were no wide receivers on the field.
2: Nate, Nate from Frisco says credit to the tight ends coach. No, I was just getting ready to point out go. Lunda Wells was the guy that
3: was pounding the table. I see the it table. everywhere.
2: He's a cool dude. Yeah, he yeah. was
3: pounding the table to draft Hendershot as early as the fifth round. Hmm. He had some ankle thing going on, I think. People That's true. You talked about from, that earlier yeah. this year. And and But when we were in training camp, he came. Kept talking about Hendershot, and I go. Well, I guess I better learn to spell the guy's yeah. name. You yeah, know, and, and see, not misspell it. Yeah, and see, what, <laughs> and, and see what he looks like. You know, and uh, yeah, he's a, he's a funny dude yeah. by the way. Uh, but the and both of them, those guys, both both, of
1: those, both those guys were like four year starters in the Big Ten. Yeah, and, and I think you look at that. That come draft time, guys that can early on in their collegiate career play and start. Yeah and get a, a lot of reps, and then they do it for four years, and they become leaders on their team, mm-hmm. especially at the tight end position like that. That's yeah. big, I think. Because
2: when you're an outlet for a good team, then you're going to get some, some touches. And all of those tight ends, people are realizing that tight ends, well, I guess maybe Brady showed them. Hell, the Cowboys could have showed them way back then. Mm-hmm. Tight ends have always been important to a passing game, especially when you want keep it, to keep it diverse. You don't want to be predictable. And we've always done that here at the start.
1: And I think McCarthy has talked about the fact that the tight end position, other than the quarterback position, the tight end position end is not only important, but one of the most difficult to make the transition from a mental standpoint because of all that you that's required of the tight end, whether it's in the run game, the pass game, whatever. A lot of tight ends are
2: former quarterbacks.
1: Yeah, that's yeah. right. Do you that's realize,
3: right. and I, this, this note, I would it would have gone right by me, uh, Hendershot and Billy Joe Dupree are the only two Cowboy tight ends to rush for a touchdown on an offensive play because it, we were in the press box, and, and it's like, well, Eric Bjornson, Jay Novacek, well, those were fake, I think fake kicks. Oh. And and they
1: uh, – That was a staple, Billy Joe Dupree on the reverse, right? tight That's end right. reverse. That's
3: right. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, to rush for – actually rush for one. Um so, yeah, I mean, All right, so now, you cannot assume that if they go two or three tight ends that it's a run play. There you go. Right? Or and, that
2: it's going to a, a running
3: back. And they're becoming better blockers, too, which is what needed to happen. Last year, the blocking at tight end was susceptible. It was.
1: Here's wow. the beauty of it. If you want to keep this thing together next year. I okay, know. The beauty of it is the two rookies are not making much money. Right. And, obviously, uh, Schultz is going to make a lot of money, Mm -hmm. similar to what he is right now. Mm -hmm. I think that – I understand all the salary cap ramifications elsewhere, but it is too good of a chemistry in that room and, and on the field. Um, that you got to take a long, hard look at keeping Schultz around here, even though you got the guys that can, you know, yeah, take his spot or whatever, yeah. it's just too good of a mix right now that you you want to do what you can to keep it together.
3: And maybe you can come and maybe Schultz understands
1: that too, that yeah. oh, hey, I got it pretty good here. You know, if they offer me whatever, you know, this is working pretty well.
3: Yeah, because think about it. I, I I was trying to remember last time they had two productive pass catching tight ends. Like the second guy was always the Alfredo Roberts, right? The blocking
2: mm-hmm. type dude. Mm-hmm. Um, well, Schultz was that guy. When he when uh, Jar- yeah, but he when was, Jarwin was here and Jarwin was balling. Well, Schultz was supposed to be, but his blocking yeah, I, his blocking became it be- right. <laughs> He's been up and down. He started off. A hell of a blocker mm-hmm. when yeah. he was second. That team. was
1: a story on him coming out of Stanford, and then he, yeah. and then he, then he became, became a pass catcher. Then he became tough. a pass.
2: I think he lost weight. He's like, hey man, my mentality's changing. I'm, uh-huh. like, you yeah. know, so because he's a Stanford a
1: guy, that. he's smart enough to know that the receptions are going to get him the That's franchise right. tag. So
2: all of a sudden, he can't block anymore. Last uh-huh. year, like, what the hell happened? To and maybe Joe? those
3: years when Witten was here, the second tight end knew they weren't throwing it to him if they were both on the field, right? The Cowboys tried it back in the early '90s. Uh, when they brought in Novacek, and then they brought in Rob A. Rob Walt. A. Walt, and they said, "Oh, Plan two tight B, ends. free agency." Right, and then he got hurt, and it mm. never
2: came to fruition. Well, I remember how two tight ends worked when I was with the Giants, and Novacek, and I believe his name was Marsh. They had two tight ends that were really good with with Arizona. Oh, with it, before. Novacek B- before got here. he got here. Well, AWOL was in Arizona was it a- too. Awal was Awal. Yeah, that was the other guy. That's where he but came from. But they had from. Marsh as well. That was the veteran. Marsh as well came from the Cardinals. Okay. And those those three tight ends, they were hard to deal with. I remember Novacek on we did a, a onside kick, and uh, he grabs it, and this fool almost scores a touchdown. I mean, like I'm like, who is this guy? And as a tight end, you, you didn't really see that. You know, and I saw how athletic he was. And when he went to the Cowboys, I'm like, I remember that guy. All
1: right. Uh, Okay, so here are the tight ends that went before Ferguson, compliments of the producer Supreme. Uh, Trey McBride was the first tight end that went in the second round. I know the Cowboys were high on him. They thought about him uh, when they took Sam Williams. Jelani Woods in the third round, uh, who's with Indianapolis. Greg Dulcich, who's with Denver, went in the third round. Uh... Jeremy Ruckert from Ohio State went in the third round. They they thought about trading up into the third round, maybe to get a guy like him. Kate Otten went early fourth round to Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm.
3: <coughs> I think they liked, they liked
1: him. Otten. Yeah. And then Bellinger went uh, uh, fourth round to the Giants. Charlie Kohler went right before Ferguson at 128, and Ferguson went at 129. There were seven tight ends taken before him. Isaiah Likely, who's with the Ravens, went right after Ferguson, too. That was how good that tight end class was in that second through fourth round. So, anyway, uh, they hit on those two. And, uh, hope, you know, in, in fact, on the Schultz contract deal, you know, with these, these guys being rookies this year, you can go a couple of years with Schultz, you know, making all and, the money. And, and maybe
3: mm-hmm. you give him a multi-year deal instead of franchising Right. Begin. Because I figured right. out if you had franchised him two years in a row, it would have came out to the average of what uh, the tight end in Cleveland ended up signing for. They got mm-hmm. franchised Um he just did something in the, in game Joku. the other yeah,
1: in the joke. Yeah. What a catch he made yesterday. Yeah,
3: how
2: about that? You see that
1: one I in saw the end it. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Yes.
2: Wow. That's that was C D Lamb's catch uh-huh. right there. Yeah. I tell
3: you what, if you're a receiver Tight end now. If you can't catch with one hand, <laughs> yeah. I don't want you. I, right. Get out of here. That's right. You got as CD said. They've been holding my one arm the whole time, so
2: I caught it with yeah, the, yeah with mm-hmm. the other That's one. He didn't you didn't want can't, to do
1: it. If you can't catch with one hand or do the whack a mole in the That's red right. kettle, then we don't want you. You're out of here. All right. Uh, we continue with more mix
0: shots in a moment. We paid how much for those lessons? Shh. She's doing great. Oh yeah, totally. Uh, can you pass me a Pepsi Zero Sugar? Now it's time
1: for the team that performs on any field, United Ag and Turf. With John Deere zero turns for mowing, compact tractors for loading, mini excavators for digging, gator utility vehicles for hauling, implements for grading, hay tools for baling, United Ag and Turf for winning. The official Ag and Turf equipment supplier
0: of the Dallas Cowboys. Visit UnitedAgandTurf.com for more. Back, back, back to mixed shots
3: So coming up is the Dan Quinn Salute to Service Award Dallas Cowboys defensive coordinator Dan Quinn's longtime support of service members veterans and their families demonstrate the Salute to Service tenets to honor, empower, and connect with those that preserve our freedoms. The Cowboys are proud to nominate Coach Quinn as our twenty twenty-two NFL salute to service award winner. Oh, nominee, excuse me. Join us in making <laughs> sure he becomes a finalist for this prestigious award by voting at NFL.com/slash salute to service. Salute to fan vote, sorry, slash, salute to fan vote. I was just getting ahead of myself, that's all.
1: (laughs) And it's a salute to service uh, weekend in the NFL coming up.
3: It is. This Sunday. So I need to wear my pin, the camouflage pin I have. That
1: would be good, yep. And uh, and Cowboys are honoring uh, Medal of Honor recipients at the game on Sunday night. I'm looking for the email right now, and I'll get the details for you when I find it. Uh, but great, uh great thing that the Cowboys and the NFL are doing this weekend a salute to service. Which,
3: by the way, the uh, Medal of Honor Museum is on the way. It's, That's right, in Arlington. Got rid of the Little League ballpark, and they're starting construction of the museum uh, next to, uh, or I guess just before you get to AT&T Stadium.
1: And, um, let's see, I got a little more information on that. Uh, The national campaign to build the museum in America's heartland in Arlington, Texas, and a monument in Washington, D.C., in recognition of the service and sacrifice of America's Medal of Honor recipients was part of that, too. So. very
3: good. I didn't know we were the heartland.
1: We are the heartland of America, right here. I thought that was more like Kansas City that's and what I Omaha, thought. Nebraska. Yeah. But I guess it stretches. We're in the middle. Yeah, that's it right.
3: stretches like the tackle box does in college
1: football. <laughs> oh, something happened in the Missouri game, the Kentucky game. Oh,
3: hey, so when the got... snap went thirty-five yards over not see the it. punter's head. And he recovered it at the three, and the Missouri special teams guy is going to make a tackle, and he gets the punt off.
2: And they roughed him. You only get one rant. Post-show. Oh, sorry. <laughs> so, never mind. I think I may <laughs> we've have... talked about this on the show before, uh, and we have. They just
1: have a short memory. Right. right. Well, that's because we didn't care. Right,
2: exactly.
1: <laughs> no, they were, I it,
2: got my own problems at Grambling. It, okay? it was uh-huh.
1: <laughs> You got your problems at Grambling. I got. I'm at OU. Yeah. So are you going to a bowl game? Uh, as a matter of fact, we are going to a they bowl, game. and Missouri is too because yep. they beat Arkansas. All right, way to go. Uh, moving on now. <laughs> <laughs> you uh, mentioned an overtime game that you watched yesterday in the mm-hmm. NFL. What mm-hmm. else caught your eye yesterday in the NFL?
2: What else caught my eye? What else should catch my eye? Talk to me. Well? The, the Eagles? The fact that the Eagles ran for 300 yards? Uh-huh. Can somebody tell me where the Packers' defense was yesterday? Especially on, on Jalen Hurts' scrambles. I don't think they got the memo that he's good. Like he runs. That he can, yeah, that he can run the he ball. he will tuck it and run yeah. it. I mean, and that they'll call that play. Even, even Dak could have gone that length with the bad leg that he had. Do you think they, what, what wasn't
3: it the Colts game when he ran it in for the winning touchdown mm-hmm. at the end? Mm-hmm. Right. And, and it was like a called last week quarterback draw yeah. where the Red Sea parted yes, in the beautiful. middle.
2: It was beautiful. Yeah. So you would Hurts have thought- had
1: 157 yards rushing on 17 carries. In the
2: first quarter, he had 120.
1: Yeah. He had more rushing yards than he had <laughs> passing yards. He had 157 yeah. rushing, 153 passing. And see,
2: that's, that gives me – I see – I'm watching them now, and I'm watching the Niners. Mm-hmm. And last year, I had my doubts going into the playoffs because they looked more confident than the Cowboys. This year, I don't, I don't feel that way. I don't care who comes here. I don't care where we go, actually. I, I, I dare say – because I would compare this Cowboys team to that team that went to Philadelphia and, and with Kmart, Kelvin Martin, and returned that punt return for Nine, a touchdown. 91. That team, to me, is, it reminds me of this team. They're right there on the verge. And remember, that team,
3: until they beat Washington, was 6-5. and five, mm-hmm. And then they won the final five games. Mm-hmm. And...
1: With Steve Berline
3: Berline coming in in the second, third quarter of the Washington game. I guess he gets a save because Troy had him in the lead. Uh, bef- with the uh, Hail Mary at mm-hmm. the end of the half, mm-hmm. which Aikman hated having to throw those because they always get intercepted <laughs> and it ruins your quarterback rating. <laughs> and, and he was like, I guess at halftime, he went in and told Jimmy, he goes, you know, maybe the worm's starting to turn mm-hmm. here. You know, we actually completed one yeah. of those because he hated when they did it at the end of the It, half. it
2: gave them a spark. It yeah. gave them a spark. And and Kmart ended that with yeah. that punt return. Yep. And that wasn't an easy punt return. No. I mean, he got hit a couple of times, and, and he went thanks, straight
3: up the middle. And thanks to my man, Ike Holt, Ike Holt. with the block. Yes, sir. <laughs> 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 he was the funniest dude ever. I swear That's to That's your God, favorite. I think I he's I your favorite. Him.
2: I loved him. He was great. He so was this, this team, out. once again, this team is reminding me of that to where, you know, last year where, you know, we just really crapped the bed against the Niners. I just don't see us. Even after riding the ship this year, where we have done the same thing this year, just giving up unnecessary yardage while against the run, I think this team has figured it out. We've never made the adjustment once we started giving up running yardage. We never made the adjustment last year. This year I see us making the adjustment, and just in time as far as I'm
1: concerned. I think this team is more apt to be the team that carries the the boombox on their shoulder yes. into the stadium, they
2: are that team. Uh-huh. That's what I'm which saying, which is
1: what Debo did last yes. year.
2: And but we we won't we might not have it, but we have it here, uh-huh. and we got it here. I mm-hmm. truly believe that that's what this team has. And 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 they've been what the word says
3: coming out of the locker room resilient. Yes, I mean they're losing this game thirteen to seven at mm-hmm. halftime, right? Two interceptions, and they overcome the two interceptions. They overcome the deficit, they overcome the illness, uh, and
2: the fact that you're playing four four days later. And that, you, when you asked me what do I remember about the game, that's really what I was going to – when you said earlier, mm-hmm. that's really what I remember about the game is us overcoming mistakes. Those two interceptions last year, those two interceptions, we're going to lose that game. Right. We're not doing that this year. First of all, our offensive line – they are handling and controlling the pace of the entire game. Our offensive line is that good. And our defensive line and linebackers, with the um, ability to stop the run these last couple of games, to me that gives me a lot of confidence in this team.
1: So who is the player of the game on Thursday?
2: God, it's, that's an easy call. It's, it's, it's Parsons. I can't go past anyone else. I mean, unless you want C.D. Lamb showing his butt. How about Dak Prescott? He was
3: 10 of 16 for 116 yards, I think, the first half. Let me see. I got it right here. He was 10 of 16, 116, two interceptions. He finishes the game 21 of 30 for 261, two touchdowns, and still the two interceptions. So despite the interceptions, he ended up with a 91.91 uh, quarterback rating.
2: Uh he was awfully good the second half, and and, and the, you know, like I said, those two interceptions. I don't. It didn't really bother. Yeah, it wasn't really. To me, I felt that even with those two interceptions, the, not just Dak, but this entire team was still feeling really good about themselves. It was almost like I, I got this idea that
3: they had scored forty points the game before, and it was like they were in a hurry. To score 40 again. And they were not willing to kind of grind Mm -hmm. things out, which you have to do on Thanksgiving, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Because you're playing just four days later. And he tried to hit some perfect passes that, you know, they weren't perfect. Mm -hmm. Okay.
1: My MVP? Mm Mm-hmm. It's the same as uh, I have and a don't give me message. No more whack
3: mole moles. No no, 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 no. It's the just...
1: same as a message I just got from, from Nate in <laughs> <from> Frisco. <laughs> Zeke is the MVP with the defense. Zeke is the MVP with the defense in that game. In that game. Mm-hmm. That's right. I could take that. And I, it's those long punishing drives, and he was he was he's the representative of that. That the offensive line that you talk mm-hmm. about and everything, and the way he ran the ball. And Pollard too, but that that's seventy five yard drive to start the third quarter, take command of that game mm-hmm. after a ninety three yard drive earlier and another long eighty yard drive later. That's I mean, what won
2: And the you game. had the defense, they were they were controlling things, not with lucky plays. You know, they, they controlled it with consistency. You know, they 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 played they almost forced the Giants to do what the Cowboys wanted them to do. And when you have a defensive line, defensive front, I'm counting those linebackers as well, that whole front seven, to me they never seemed out of sorts at all during the ball game. Right. There was never any time where, man, they're gashing us. I'm like, What's going on? man? We're confused. There was never that moment during the ball And, game. you know, they had a couple guys make plays that don't play
3: that much. When uh, J. Ron Curse went out, they threw right at, Mukwamu, yeah. and he broke the ball yeah. up, and then uh, because <laughs> two
2: four bef- before <laughs> and, be- and, be- and, be- and because of the, the
3: illnesses and things, uh, Nashawn Wright was active. Kelvin Joseph was down with the mm-hmm. illness, and he made a special teams play. Yes, and I said, wow, we hadn't seen him play hardly at all, and he stepped up." and made a play. So they had some young guys yes. doing things and Armstrong continuing to Continues. do things. But I had a mailbag question about you know you know, you always mention Bill Parcells after Thanksgiving so what do you think of this team and what's the difference between last year and I said the offensive line is playing better. They are. They, they, they were having problems last year protecting and, and, and running the football. And this year, we've seen them grow to the point now where, all right, if Tyron comes back, okay, we've got room for him. But the, the offensive line is playing really well right now.
1: Okay, where no <laughs> it's twelve forty nine. No way. We're in overtime. How did that happen? We went to overtime. Extra time extra time. All right. That's <laughs> but what we call knew it.
3: In that game, you never know how much more. Gentlemen, welcome hey, to overtime. All right. So it's time thank,
1: to move thank on. You, Nate from and Frisco. we will talk at you again tomorrow here on Mix Shots. Go
0: Cowboys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!